Welcome to the Fuel Life Simply podcast with Ben and Christy. In each episode, we will focus on the simple ways to improve your health and hopefully your life. In today's episode, we'll be discussing goals and how to set them and hopefully provide ways for you to reach them. So as the new year starts, many people set goals and start with resolutions. I'm not a big resolution person because I just think you should be setting goals all the time. Uh, So why start off the new year and then, I mean, we all know people fall off the wagon and they don't fulfill their goals and stop. So, and then I think a lot of people use it as an excuse and they're like, well, I'll do this next year. So I don't, I don't love that piece. And I think it also opens up a conversation for us with our listeners to go, okay, well, even if we're starting goals for the new year, how do we keep doing it throughout the year? So you might hit your goal and then what do you do? Well, you set a new goal, maybe in that same area or a new department, whatever you decide. Uh, But our focus today is going to be, number one, setting realistic and achievable goals. That's extremely important Mm -hmm. um, because you want to set goals that you can be successful with. And then overcoming challenges or setbacks when you don't hit a goal or when you get sick or other things uh, invade your life and you have no control over it and you need to reset. And then maintaining that momentum and accountability, mm-hmm. uh, figuring out how do you how do you just keep going throughout the time, whether it's whether your goals for a month or two months or for the whole year. Uh, so those are going to be the areas that uh, that we focus on. So really, when you start with a realistic and achievable goal, start with the why. Like, why are you doing that? What is the goal and why is it important to you? Why is it speaking to you that you feel like you need to do or you want to do that goal? Right, right. So, so when you, and this is really important, I think, I think that creating your goal is as important in the process. So it shouldn't be a snap judgment of just, oh, I put on some holiday weight and now I want to lose weight. It's actually probably taking some time to reflect on your life in the last year and going, here are the areas that felt great. Like mm-hmm. celebrate what was really positive and then look at the areas where you want to improve and sit with that for a little bit, understand it, and and then move forward. Like I could say for myself in the last year, well, I mean in, in my life, Health and fitness and weight loss is not a priority because I know what to do and how to do it because I've done it so long. Mm-hmm. So, so I would look back at my last year and go, well, I got stronger. I worked out consistently. My running got better. I did more cardio. I, I lost weight at points where I wanted to and focused on that. So I would go, okay, that was successful. And then I would sit down and go, yeah, but the mental health part wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, so I can celebrate those, those pieces of the physical body nature and then see uh, my, my whole is the mental health and getting back to that. So that's where I would go. Mm-hmm. That, that's going to be my direction. Um, but it's, it's different for everybody. And starting the new year, generally people are looking at health and fitness, weight loss, 
some people are looking at financial pieces um, and, and really, and relationships too, family, family mm -hmm. pieces. Uh, so, so if mine's, if I'm looking at mental health, what are you looking at? <laughs> well, I like, uh, what are you looking at? What, <laughs> what are my goals? Um, I, I would say right now I do have a physical goal, um, physical fitness, I think because, uh, we've kind of been going, um, how, how can I say it? So we've been consistent about going to the gym. However, we were involved in an accident that we can't really discuss right now. And we can maybe share it with our listeners at a later time, but it's created a setback for me. So I would like to physically get back to the place that I was and even beyond. So I feel like I'm constantly working on that piece. So I would like to do that and then pull back into my routine things that I used to do that I haven't done. So it's not necessarily like a number on the scale. It's more of a feeling that I want and having the ability to do what I want. So for me, that's my physical piece. And then the well-being part, I think for me, ties into something that we used to do quite regularly. Um, and it, it was like a relationship combo. So it was a combo of something that we did together, but was also focused on our own internal piece. So... I would like to bring those pieces kind of back into the mix or that piece back into the mix and then that focus on my physical well-being because I need that. Right. Well, and I would say too, like, um, we talked a little bit about it this week of, you know, what you're talking about, the stuff we used to do together is like, is the reading piece, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Just reflection reading. And then I go, well, our whole day is spent together and reflecting and looking at what we're doing. And it's also in a business, right? more of a business, business work more piece. spiritual. Yeah. So, so I think, like I would say I got distracted with the time we're spending together and the quality of what we're doing together, but not forgetting that the spiritual piece is important too. Like right. that's a different, that's whole, that's totally different. Right. Right. There's, it's just balance in a different way. We're just right. kind of, I feel like it's like the whole person. You know, when we talk about goals, it's, you know, you have the mental, the physical, the spiritual, personal, financial. Like it's, there's many pieces or aspects to our life and we're all constantly juggling. So that's why we want to talk about this is how do you, how do you find the time for the, maybe just the one thing that you need for yourself because you feel like maybe you're falling behind on it. But how can you set those goals so that you can meet those and feel like you're not falling behind on it? And I feel like that's kind of where I'm coming from is right. I just, I feel like maybe we've got so many hats on right now where we're juggling a lot that we, I don't want certain things to slip. So that's my focus is how do I pull those back to the forefront? So I guess that's my goal is pulling things that I feel like have slipped or that I want to focus more on into my forefront. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. And what I I want to focus on something you said of like of making one goal or two goals, mm -hmm. starting with something. Well, not, I wouldn't say small, but something that's important to you and focusing on a piece mm -hmm. like one, mm -hmm. rather than trying to be a holistic, complete, whole person, uh, which is 
sometimes impossible in the environment we live in currently. Right. Trying to balance everything. Right. And something that's achievable. Right. Which gets me to my first point Perfect. is creating that baseline, really reflecting and saying, where are you at? So, I mean, of course, I'm going to always, I think I'll always revert back to, to health. So I go, well, if your goal is to squat 225 pounds, then if you squat zero right now and you're not in the gym, then your goal is not going to be 225 pounds, right? Or if, or if um, you're wanting to lose weight, don't start with, I want to lose 80 pounds. It should be an achievable goal. Where, where are you at right now? Or, or if you're just saying, I want to get to the gym five days a week, well, how many days do you go now? Do you go three? Five is reasonable. Do you go zero? Five might not be reasonable. Right. Right. So I always go to that. That's that's kind of my fail safe because I know for me, those have been goals that I've set through my life. So I can see, well, I'm never going to achieve this weight or that weight or, or I can bounce back, whatever it is. So so it really is. That's why I think the reflection piece is, is important because you want the baseline where you start. And then you want to break it down um, and you want manageable steps and you want to create times to reflect and look at uh, people call them deadlines. I don't like that. That feels like a negative connotation, mm -hmm. but times to check in. So like for me, I'm just going to go, well, what's my overarching goal? Mental health. Well, that's a huge goal. Uh, there's so many aspects to it. But what I did is I just broke it down and I'm going, so for me, I know it's if I just take some time in the morning to meditate and breathe five to 10 minutes, that helps my day. I'm not even, uh, my ultimate goal is better mental health, of course. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to what the next steps are. I'm just going to start with, I know that helps. So I'm going to start with five to 10 minutes in the morning, first thing when I get up of the breathing and um, and meditation piece to look at and check in with myself and set my tone for the day. And then I'm going to check in with myself each Monday. So that's the piece, right, is, is making sure I do that each Monday um, to look at how did I, did I do it every day? Was I successful with that? And for me, I feel like that's the start for my year. And then, and then once I'm set with that, I'll look to the next goal of whatever that piece is in regards right. to mental health. Well, and something might come up along the way. Like maybe you don't know what that is right now under the big umbrella of mental health. But as you are working through your meditation, maybe the answer to what might be next will come to you. Right. So if you were to look at even if you're talking about after uh, the accident we were in, even that piece, then what, like, what would be your small steps or how do you break that down? You want to get back to where you were. Mm -hmm. How do you break that down? Um, I think my first step, and this is, this has been work for me along my experience of my life is uh, learning to not beat myself up. So when I walk into the gym, like, you know, going back those first few times, it, it's like, okay, just little steps and you'll feel fine at the end of the day. 
like after the workout. So not being upset with myself for not being able to lift the same amount or not being able to do the, this particular exercise or these number of exercises, but to just be like, okay, I'm going to do what I can and be okay with it. So just giving myself that self-love. So that was my first step. Uh, the second is gradually adding. So that's all, that's where I'm at right now is just gradually adding something new or maybe an extra rep or extra pounds very slowly and then incorporating physical therapy. So I'm just those steps. And my end goal, of course, is to be doing everything I was doing before. But I also, um, my, I, I mean, I might be different in you where I have steps because I'm trying to get back to maybe a place that I was. I'm not starting from a different spot. We're starting in different spots, I think, mm -hmm. with our goals, and they're different. But for me, it's really, I think my goal right now is the self-love while I'm in the gym, like to be, give myself grace. And I haven't been that for myself, generally speaking, for the majority of my life. So if I can give myself that, then I feel better when I leave the gym. So that's actually, maybe it's a mental health goal at the same time, not even realizing right. it. it's just like being okay with what I am able to do. And that's my goal is I mean, of course, it's double-edged because I'm getting back to the physical fitness level. But if you break it down now that I'm saying it out loud, it's more like, actually, it's being okay with where I'm at. And that's okay. And then the rest will come. But, I mean, in the end, I would like to get back into the, my yoga like we talked about before. But it's just steps. I think it's steps. And yeah. it doesn't have to be like, I want to be up there. I'm never going to lift 225 pounds in a, <laughs> in a squat, like you said. But... It's, it's, I think putting, putting, putting yourself in a direction to, to constantly improve yourself. I think that that's why we have goals or we set goals or we try to set goals. It's self-improvement. And for me, that, that's it. So yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to get there. Yeah. And you hit on a good point that we're going to hit on later too, towards the end about starting again and reframing. Mm. So understanding when you've had a setback, whatever that is, a week, a month, two months, whatever the piece is in your goal is don't think you're going to go back into it at the same level that you were. You're not right. going back into the gym where you were two months ago. Right. It's impossible. You can't do it. Not right now. So, no. So taking a step back and understanding you're not going to get back into that piece as quickly, reframing your goals and then working back towards where you want it to be. And it may cause a hiccup and maybe you wanted to reach your goal in two months and it's going to take four. And four months in the grand scheme of life is not very long. So you can, you know, you can take it. I've been lucky to live 44 years. So four months is a small amount. Right. And we can all take that. Right. Well, and then if I look at the other thing that I was talking about, the the part where we are reading and discussing and journaling. I mean, we maybe we're doing that five nights a week. I'm like, we can get that in one night a week right now. Perfect. Right. Like that's, that's where start we it. can start yep. and that's okay. Yeah. And generally for us, it'll lead to discussions after that. Anyways, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep coming back to it. So it'll be, maybe it's not the reading piece. It's just reflecting on it too. Right. Daily right. or another time. So, okay, so just to go back, 
and what we're talking about is just remember, right? Create a baseline, break down the goals, keep manageable steps, and then just set a time to check in with yourself about how you're doing. And then inevitably you're going to have things that come up where you need to um, stop and then bounce back. Right. Um, so how do you get out of that? So you, you know, let, let's just take, let's take somebody whose resolution is to spend more time with family. Or goal, not resolution. Sorry, goal, yeah. Goal is spend more time with family. Last year was consumed by work. You're working hours and commuting on and on and on. So now your goal is to spend more time with family and you've created those days or times in the evening or morning and now your boss has asked you to work more and you have to be in earlier and leave later and you're still dealing with the commute. So what do you do? How do you, like now your goal is it's somebody else's creation and how do you get back to what your goal is or bounce back? Like let's say it's been a week, two weeks, a month where you haven't been able to hit that. What do you do? Are you asking me? Yeah, <laughs> I am. <laughs> Like, how would you handle it? Well, I think you reframe yourself and you're like, okay, well, is it quantity or quality in that moment? And there's there's maybe got to be limitations that you set. If, you're, if there's sacrifice, it's not a time limit. If it's mm -hmm. family time and it's not, you know, maybe it's like, oh, I wanted to do this whole entire weekend. Well, maybe it's not that. Maybe it's. Picking a fun activity, making a recipe, cooking together, or doing something different, having a picnic in the park. I don't know. It's right. I think it's quality, and especially if it comes to family relationships, not quantity. But I guess maybe it depends on your love language, too. It could be more than that, but, you know, quality time. And I think what you, I feel like what you said is really important, reframing. So you may need to reframe the goal and focus on quality, or you might be able to just forgive yourself mm -hmm. and understand that you weren't able to do it then and you can get back on track. You don't need to beat yourself up about it. It's just the same thing with you getting back into the gym. If you were to have another setback, knock on wood, that you don't. Thank you. But if you were to have another setback, it's not your fault. You didn't do it. It's it's all just accepting that, okay, it's a setback, and within a couple of weeks, I'll be back again, and back to that point. Um, and it's what you talked about before, too, is like compassion. It's okay. Like, forgive yourself. Um, I, I, I mean, you just asked Christy, is I complain about this 75 hard challenge, and people are like, <laughs> do this, do that. Like, oh, sign on board and we'll support each other. And I look at it and I'm just like, that's fine if that's your thing and you can complete it. But what's the success rate? I mean, I Googled it and there, of course, there's no statistics. Why would there be? Because the 75 hard people don't want you to know how many people fail at it. They just say 100,000 or hundreds of thousands of people completed it. Well, there's billions of people on the planet. So if the if the failure rate is over 90%, then most people aren't going to complete it. 
And, and then what do you do? So then you're a failure because you didn't finish it. Like that's the piece where I feel as humans, sometimes we set up ourselves for this monumental goal mm. where people that aren't even exercising are like, yeah, I'm going to do 75 hard. Well, is that realistic? I mean, it sounds great if you can do it. Awesome. But then where are you at at 15 days in? You're like, I can't do this anymore. So, so forgive yourself. It's okay to reset and start over again. Um, or just forgive yourself or, or just take a break and then look at your goal again and keep going. Be okay with the fact. And you're, you're allowed to be upset and you're allowed to be angry at yourself and you're allowed to beat yourself up a little bit and then bounce back and know you can continue again. Like it's that self-talk, right? Of I'm okay, I can do it. Or adjust it so that it is achievable. Maybe the 75 hard isn't your jam. You can't exercise twice a day and read for 20 minutes and get outside. Right. Maybe maybe you're like, well, I can read on this day and I can go outside for 45 minutes on another day. Like you're allowed to adjust it. Um, one thing I did want to go back to with the relationship piece, um, just kind of reflecting or thinking on it, um, especially as a former educator, when when people are talking about wanting to spend more time with their families or reflect. This is kind of more for the parents out there that might be listening. And you're like, I need to spend more time with my kids or my family. Sometimes it really is the question of asking your friend, your family, what do they need from you? And it, I've heard so many times where students have said to me, well, my mom or dad say they're going to do this. They're going to do this and they don't, or there's no follow through. So finding a way to be like, what is it that your child might need from you? Like, well, I just want you to take me to ice cream on Saturday. I mean, really try to make it happen if that's the one thing that they want. But if it's not, or you're not able to, make sure you make up for it. Don't let it slide. Like mm -hmm. that's that's the hard part as a former teacher. Like kids feeling like empty promises are not being kept. Well, if you know there's a really good chance that that might not be able to be a promise that you're able to hold up to don't make it like that's that's hard that's hard right. so like you know and seeing it even with my own kids like being let down like try try your best to make or keep those promises that right. you make when i think that even brings up a good point of you know if it's if it's family then the accountability is important too mm -hmm. Your family could be the one that is your cheerleader of you being involved. Right. And checking in with them could be the feedback of, of yes, this has been quality. Because, I mean, I know from family experiences that if someone were to be like, I want to spend six hours more a week with you, and I have family where I'd be like, no, I actually don't want that. <laughs> like, that... I'd be like, nah, not really. So not that you want to get that response from maybe your family members. And maybe it's, maybe if it is family, it's checking with them, like saying, how do we do this? Because I want to spend more time. How do we do it where we're all enjoying the time together? Right. And, and then having them be your cheerleaders, understanding that when you get work that they can still cheer you on and you reset well, and to be able to explain it like okay well we had this 
time that we were going to spend, I have to do this, but we will reconvene and, yeah. and hold up to it. That the matters. Communication. Yeah, definitely piece, communicating right? that piece. Right. And that huge. goes into any goal. If, if it's, if it's weight loss, financial, um, health, whatever workouts, you can find a person that will support you that, that, you know, try to find somebody <clears throat> that, that will text you or that you can text. You can just simply go, I did my 30 minutes at the gym today and they go, awesome. Or if they don't hear from you, somebody that will text you back and go, did you do your 30 minutes? And then we even feel like, right, our thing is relationships. So if, if you don't have that person, then we can be it too. Right. Email us, figure it out to, to, to connect with us so that we can help you out too, because we'll do that. Right. Well, and that's the piece, like you said, communicating, because if you're like, I need to tell you when I do this, this is what I need from you. So if you have that support person, hey, this is what I need. And I'm going to let you know if I did it. If I don't, if you don't hear from me, will you reach out to me? Or, hey, can you just reach out to me on these days to make sure I'm doing it? You have to let people know who are your support people, what, what it is that you need or how it's going to help you achieve that goal. Right. And, and you need that piece, whatever it is. Some people can do it themselves. Some people can be their own check-in. And many people need the support. So it's really important to decide what that support system. And we encourage you, this is where you got to reflect. Like, you should look at all of these things before you even do a goal. Because you want to have the systems in place to, if you slip up, how do you, how do you recheck? So like, I just go back to mine, right? I'm going to wake up and do my five to 10 minutes. I'm going to check in with myself every Monday. And uh, although I haven't talked to you about it, you're going to be my accountability. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so rain you or shine. Do that too. That's right. Currently rainy in California. So, so that's, those are, that's easier, I think, than probably some of the other but I'm just showing you too. I know that that's where my work is and I'm just going to start small um, so that hopefully I can build on it. Um, and then I think our last piece, right, was the maintaining momentum and accountability. So mm -hmm. having a support person is huge. Mm -hmm. Someone, and even if it's not every day, you can at least check in with them every week, hopefully. And again, it can be us. Um, but that accountability and then just tracking. I think, you know, my tracking is easy. I'm going to journal. I'm going to write down and make sure I did it. Um, but then uh, setting reminders to do it or finding ways to stay engaged and doing it is really important. So you looked into a couple apps that Some could apps. help. I'm a paper person, so I'm going to do journals and I'll write or I'll keep track of what I do. So, cause I like to see the records on paper. Mm -hmm. um, but if somebody's more wanting to be technological, what would you say? So I like just the reminders in like, so we have iPhones, so I have an iPhone and it does reminders. So there are certain things that pop up um, for, for myself, but for these goals that we're talking about right now, I'm like, okay, so how can I maybe track differently besides having you as my support person they have there. There are some fun apps um, you, where you can set up widgets on your phone too, um, where 
they can pop up and give you different reminders. But I found a couple apps. One is called um, Habit Tracker, and it's it's free, but they have like an upgrade version, which I think is very reasonable. It's like $3.49 a year. So I might actually pay for that. I, I think it's a, a fun little setup the way they have it. You can put in different reminders or different things that you're trying to track. And then if you're visual, it kind of shows you like the month breakdown of how you did or weekly on the different goals that you might have. Um, there was another one that was called Productive. Let me just make sure I have the exact name. Yeah, productive. It's a habit tracker. Um, but that one is a little bit more expensive. It was $34.99 for the year. Um, but I really liked the way it started off because it was asking um, habit questions and what your goals were. So I felt like it was really personable on where you're at. Are you procrastinate or are you not? Like how much support do you need? So I really liked that part. It's a little bit more expensive. And then another one that um, People really like and believe that it's free. I believe it's free. It's called Strides. It's a, another type of goal tracker. So depending on what um, platform you're familiar with, if you just go into your apps and look up goal tracker and find the one that fits you, um, I think that's a really good way. Or even um, put in calendar alerts or an alarm on your phone, like, hey, don't forget to breathe or um, Monday, like you might say Monday at eight, put an alarm, check in with yourself or check in with Christy. Where did I do my meditations the way I needed? Um, And mine might be like a check-in with you at the end of our workouts. Like, how are you feeling? Well, I feel really good or I'm beating myself up right now and I need to like not do that. So (laughs) it's, there's, there's a lot of really good like technology resources if you're into that Um, or grab yourself a journal or do like notes you can do notes in your own phone um so there's there's a lot of tech friendly tracking applications it just depends on like your visual aesthetic what you're looking for or how many reminders you need and what kind of goal you're setting they i mean they even have financial tracking too where you can put in your financial tracking that's cool so so and that's the step like the for tech people i mean you're, you're great at that, finding those resources of the tech piece. And I've tried, I'm, again, visual, so I've tried uh, whiteboard markers on my mirror. So that can always be one, right? Those huge post-it notes and post-it on your wall with markers. I found just for me, it's paper. It's just journaling. I can flip back to it and that's, that works for me. But it's really finding what works for you. You don't have to find a system that doesn't seem to work just make it work for you figure out figure out what you need and go from there so so just okay we're gonna pop back just real quick so start with your why break down your goals figure out how to bounce back when there's issues um overcome those challenges and then just keep maintaining the momentum and accountability and figure out ways to stay motivated and and engaged I'm not big on rewards. Like I don't really think about rewarding myself. My reward is how I feel when I do it. Mm-hmm. So, so when I'm reflecting each Monday and I see how much better I feel when I'm taking that time in the morning, that is, that is where my motivation to stay engaged will be. But for other people, I think you have to decide what that is. Some people do cheat days when they're on diets. Other people reward the reward themselves with sweets at the end of the day or 
um, or just with a, a bigger meal or, um, or even just, I don't know, free time, free time for yourself. I, I don't, I don't really know what I would do because I'm not big on those, but I don't know. Do you, do you have ideas? If people are into the rewards, like how do you set that up on a week? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, or well, a day. I think if you're going to set rewards for yourself, maybe it shouldn't counteract the goal that you're trying mm, to achieve. Right. So it maybe it sh it could be something different. I do understand like, oh, you know, when people are heavy lifting and they're expending high amounts of energy and they've got that calorie deficit, they're like, oh, I can have a cheat day because it doesn't really throw them off. But if you're someone who maybe struggles with weight or struggles with eating and eating choices, maybe that shouldn't be the reward. And that, I mean, I was a trainer for a certain amount of time in my life, so I, I can understand that piece. Um, so maybe it should be, in a, uh, if you, if you need to reward yourself, maybe it should be something different than that. Mm, it could good. be like a girl's night out or a guy's night out or watching a movie, your favorite movie and not feeling guilty about being on the couch for three hours, right. like taking that time for yourself or buying yourself a new book or buying yourself, you know, maybe, I mean, it doesn't always be retail therapy, but maybe that finding something that maybe supports the goal that you're hoping to achieve versus maybe throwing it off track, right. which can be really hard, Yeah, but maybe, maybe it, you, you can finagle it in a way that it doesn't necessarily throw you off or offset right. or put you back into the habits that you're trying to break yeah. because ultimately that's what we're doing. When you're setting a goal is you're trying to retrain your habit, right? And you're trying to, Put your mindset in a place where you're able to achieve something to ultimately improve your life. Right. 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 I think that's a really good point of finding a different area to reward yourself in um, because you don't want it to negatively impact the goal that you're working towards. Because then what happens is that, oh, I shouldn't have done that. There could right. be that negative self-talk and right. we're promoting or trying to encourage people to yeah. not have that negative self-talk right where you're trying to improve your life and your outlook yeah. and your mindset exactly so well hopefully <laughs> this this has been helpful for the people out there um i mean i think the biggest thing to take out of this is is just it's important to set goals and just be gracious with yourself right that um that there's no there's no ideal person look way to be it's ultimately figuring out how to be okay with yourself and through all through all of this right and and understanding that as you set goals too because i mean ultimately right the the biggest goal we would all want is to just be okay with ourselves Right. And so this this step, however small or large it might be, hopefully gets everybody to that started or continuing on that journey to that place. Right. To feel good and confident yeah. about where you are in your life in all the aspects. Like yeah. just and you all I mean everybody's okay where they're at. It's just how do you want to improve it or what do you feel that you need in your life? Yeah. I think it's really good. So we would like to 
Thank you for listening and remind you that if you need support, somebody outside of your life that you want to have check in on you or be your cheerleader, just reminding you that you are welcome to email us at info at simplyperfectpowder.com or find us on Instagram. We are Simply Perfect Powder and we message us. We're happy to be your cheerleader or check in with us because we'll check in with you. And remember to fuel life simply.